Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Child Of. Today, we're going to be talking about some signs that it is time for you to go no contact with your narcissistic parent or your narcissistic family environment. Signs that it's time to step away and allow yourself to heal. Currently, I have about nine different signs that I have written down just from my own experience and from my own research that are telltale for needing to put some space between yourself and a narcissist. Going no contact is definitely one of the hardest things that you'll probably ever do in your life, but it is also extremely rewarding because you get to witness your own changes and how you heal when you are in a safe environment. And it will take years. Um, For me, it's taken, I think I've been for the most part, fully no contact for about four years now. And I'm still healing, but I have come so far just not being continually exposed to that kind of hurt and damage. And just knowing the impact that it has had on myself, I hope that you guys are able to make this decision and and move forward in your life in a way that is is going to allow you to become the person that you should be, that you should have the opportunity to become. And unfortunately, when we're in abusive or toxic relationships, especially when it is our parent, it's such a fundamental relationship in our life. If that is not healthy, if it's abusive, it's going to really damage you over time unless you have like mammoth personal strength and integrity. It's really difficult to flourish in that kind of an environment. So without further ado, here is my first sign that you should be going no contact. It's time to step away. So this is it. You're plagued by self-doubt. This one is huge and I've noticed in a lot of the messages that I've had from you guys when you're reaching out and sharing your stories is that you guys feel very confused and you're like, I'm not sure if that made sense, but that's my word vomit. And I'm telling you guys, you all make sense, but you don't think that you do because you've been gaslighted so much. When someone is constantly telling you that your reality is not accurate and that the way that you see the world is not right because they want to manipulate you and they don't want to be held accountable for their own issues and the way that they are damaging other people, it causes a lot of confusion. Now, this might not be a big issue if it's just a friend, but it's your parent and they set your reality as a child. So it's very difficult when you're seeing something a certain way and then your parents saying, no, that's not actually how it is because they're avoiding accountability. So anyways, if you are plagued by self-doubt, you don't trust yourself and you're recognizing that that's a direct relation to your relationship with your parents, it's time to go no contact and give yourself a rest. Okay, second point, if you feel on edge or on guard around your parents and family every time you're around them, it's time to go no contact. Seriously, you should not constantly feel this way around people who are supposed to love you and care for you and be gentle with your heart. This is not normal. It's toxic. Not only that, but it constantly reinforces the idea that the people who love you make you scared. And that sets you up for, for choosing toxic partners in the future. You need to go no contact sooner than later if this is what you're experiencing with your family. Okay, next point. 
You need to go no contact. If your parent makes you feel bad about yourself constantly, if you're not remembering the last time that your parent was kind to you or said something that built you up or was like encouraging you in any way, it's time to cut off that relationship. Set a a time period, go no contact for a year and then see how you are. You don't have to say, you know, I'm never going to talk to you ever again in my whole life. It doesn't have to be that intense. Give yourself six months. Give yourself a year. If this is what you're experiencing, it is not good for you. You need to flourish. You need to grow in this life. And you need people around you who are going to help you achieve that. Okay, this one is a big one. If you get confused really easily in dialogue with them, and you, this isn't a normal thing for other conversations with you, if you have like conversations with friends that are completely normal, you don't like lose your train of thought, you don't get confused, um, you don't doubt yourself in other conversations, but if this is specifically an issue you have with your parents or your narcissistic parent, it's time to go no contact. They are manipulating you, likely they're gaslighting you, making you feel like you're crazy. And it comes right back around to the reason that you're plagued with self-doubt. These conversations, these dialogues we have with a narcissist, uh, they can be easily filled with word salad, which is just a bunch of random words that they kind of just spill out to make you feel like, like, like what? What did you just say? I, I don't understand that. And then they look at you like you're the crazy one when in reality they're just speaking gibberish. Or they are playing a different game where they're either guilt tripping you or they're gaslighting you or they're just blatantly lying in the conversation to make you feel like you don't see the truth or reality factually. If you've grown up with this kind of dynamic as a child, it can eventually bleed over into other relationships that you have where you get confused easily in conversations because you do not trust yourself and you're constantly looking to someone else for validation for your thought processes because you've never been taught to think for yourself or to rely on yourself. And that's something that's really important as you get older to be able to think for yourself, to be able to trust yourself in any situation and know that that you can rely on your own point of view. And things like that, it takes practice to learn to trust yourself. You have to do it over and over and over again and learn how to do it. And when your parent, the person who's supposed to be helping you and guiding you through this process, is cutting you off at the knees every single time, it weakens you. And when you go out into the world, you're not as strong as your peers. And it's not your fault. It's because you've been sabotaged. And if you're capable of leaving that sabotaging environment, you need to do it. If this resonates with you, please, I'm begging you, give yourself a chance to heal. Also another, and this is a huge red flag. I've personally experienced this one a lot. If you feel the urge to harm yourself after being around your parents, you need to go no contact. This is serious. This can be life or death. If you feel suicidal or if you want to like cut yourself or burn yourself or you're like hitting yourself in any way, harming yourself, you feel the desire to do drugs, whatever it may be. If you feel that urge or that need like boil up after being around your family or your narcissistic parent, you need to cut those ties I shared in an earlier episode that I was addicted to self-harm for about five years. It is 
probably one of the hardest parts of my story to share because there's a lot of shame tied to that. But I always felt just so much hatred, like self-hatred boil up after I'd have like an argument or a confrontation or any sort of interaction really with my father. It was always so negative and I just felt like nothing. I felt so horrible about myself and it boiled over into self-harm and I still am bearing the scars from that today, like literally. And and I'm at a point now where I can look at that and just say, you know, that's just part of my story because I've healed. But if I was still in that environment, I don't know if I would have the strength to not fall back into those tendencies. You have to look at yourself as your own last line of defense. When no one else will stand up for you, when no one else will will love you and care for you, you have to do that for yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to say, hey, you know what? No, I am not allowing myself to be hurt anymore. And it's time for me to be loved. It's time for me to be cared for. And if no one else is going to do it, I will. And not in any sort of like bitter or angry or resentful way, but in a way that is tender. Like I'm going to take care of myself because love is powerful and I want love to be my legacy and not whatever toxic emotional abuse that my parent is spewing at me or making me feel. Okay. Also, if you never feel good enough or you constantly feel like you're not enough or you're too much around your parents and they never take the time to validate you or make you feel safe emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever it may be. If you constantly feel that like not enoughness or too muchness around them, again, that's not healthy. And if it was some other relationship that wasn't so, so like deeply important, it might be like, it's not okay, but it's not going to affect you as deeply. The fact that it is your parent is what makes it so harmful. And last but not least, the final one, if you constantly feel afraid of being rejected, abandoned, or hurt, if you're constantly in fear, if your nervous system is always activated when you're with them or when you're thinking about having to be with them, it's time to cut ties. It's time to give yourself that six month, year, two year, whatever it is that you feel comfortable starting out with. It's time to take that time and say, you know what? I'm going to prioritize my own well-being for a little while. Okay, that wasn't actually the last one. I have one more. And that is if you are constantly ruminating about the relationship and you can't find any closure in any interactions that you have with them, if it's constantly coming back up into your mind and you're trying to make sense of it, it's time to go no contact. Likely, you are not going to be able to find the closure that you're looking for or the you're not going to be able to make sense of the relationship in the way that you would hope to because that's not how things are in a narcissistic relationship. And making peace with that is really difficult, especially if you're still in the, the dynamic of it. So getting some space, getting some distance and allowing yourself to view things from the outside looking in is really, really vital. Okay, that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope that that was beneficial for you guys. I hope that it was encouraging and Hopefully it inspires you to take the next step and to prioritize your own well-being. Also, as always, if you want to reach out and connect with me, I'd love to hear from you guys. 
A lot of you guys have reached out. I just was talking to another one of you and it's so awesome to hear your stories and to be reminded that there is a purpose for what I'm doing here and it's not just speaking into a microphone into an empty void. Um, and if Child Of has made an impact in your life and it has been beneficial for you, I would really appreciate if you guys took a moment to leave a review. It will help other people to find Child Of and hopefully make a greater impact over time. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week and I hope you have a great week ahead. I will talk to you all again next Tuesday. 